0: And now, a word for management. That was actually me. My name is Scott, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our little podcast, Counting Worms. What you're about to listen to is our first episode, and I just wanted to put out a little warning that the audio quality is not that great. The episode itself is funny, but the audio quality, we were not professionals at that point. But from episode two, moving on, uh, everything is beautiful. This is the only episode with these issues, so don't write us off because you don't like the audio quality. Enjoy the show, and thank you so much for listening.
1: You ready, baby? Is this thing on? It sure is.
0: Welcome to Counting Worms. This is our little podcast all about everybody's favorite uplifting topic, death.
1: We'll talk about everything from cockroaches to cholera, Dahmer to dumbasses.
0: My name is Scott and across the table from me is my lovely bride of 15 years, Sarah.
1: Hello. Hello
0: there, baby. And today's podcast is episode number...
1: Let me count. Hold on. Let me get my fingers and my abacus out. Uh-huh. Uh, that would be one.
0: Nice. It is number one. So you know what that means? That means this tape, we will archive it and we will listen to it in a few years. And we will agree, look at each other and say, Oh my God, we were horrible. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God,
1: can you believe it? Well... But we did it. We got we did. We it. got through it. Yeah. Well,
0: maybe I'm a little premature. Well, yeah, on that. we haven't actually got we through it. No, we, yeah, haven't.
1: we. haven't. We haven't made. We
0: it haven't yet. done anything yet. Um, but both of us are true aficionados of true crime TV. We do watch an awful lot of it.
1: We are we are the true uh, couch detective. <laughs> You've heard of the uh, the armchair quarterback? We are the armchair detective.
0: I'm I'm absolutely convinced that if you were to drop us, airdrop us in from a helicopter into any metropolitan police department, that we could get hired on as consultants at our cold case squad and we would kick ass.
1: Oh man, five minutes into the show slash investigation, we could tell you who did it. That's right. I mean, it's the guy that looks scary in the first like two minutes. We know who he is.
0: Right. But then so there's, another guy, there's another guy that comes about 10 minutes oh, and 15 minutes. Oh, that's the red minutes. herring. That's the, the guys, red herring. That's
1: the red herring. We all know who that is.
0: Well, we can yeah. usually solve a crime within the first 10 to 15 minutes. I we mean, know exactly we, who it is. so can you guys. You guys can do it, too. It's always the, uh, the son who's away at college.
1: Or the spouse. Come on. don't. Well, be if worth- we're watching
0: Snap, I mean, for sure it's yeah, the spouse. Yeah, I
1: mean, if you, don't be worth more dead than alive.
0: That's true. Um, yeah. Deadly Wives, Deadly Women, Joe Kenda. Oh, we love Joe Kenda. Oh, God, do we love Joe Kenda. In fact, I will share this that we are going on a cruise this year. Sarah's folks are taking the family on a Kenda cruise. We're going
1: to meet Joe. We're We're going to be his best friends.
0: We're going to meet the real Joe. We're going to meet the guy who plays Joe. We're going to meet.
1: And just be prepared that he's going to love us and it's going to be embarrassing. It's going to be embarrassing how much he loves us. Well, just, the I cool know.
0: thing is we'll be able to get him as a guest on our show.
1: Yeah, because he's going to beg. He's going to beg and we're going to be like, Joe, you're embarrassing yourself. We would have let you come on anyway. There was no need for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's going to want mean, a really. piece of this action I mean, for sure. seriously.
1: When he finds out we've done episode one, he's going to lose his mind.
0: Now, he... Has solved a good amount of crimes. What does he say? 394? I something? mean, not
1: as many as <laughs> Almost we've said. I mean, we we've we've solved so many more from from the couch. But
0: think about it. He's solved all of his crimes. We've solved all of those too.
1: Yeah, we solved those. Plus, plus every all other, other one. Shows. Every show. Yeah. I mean, we could have been so much help to Joe. We
0: have Gosh. seen so many of these shows that we're now at a point that we'll see the same murder story for the third time on, a th- on the third different show.
1: And we'll almost recognize it immediately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we recognize the police officers. The, we'll the be like, don't we know this guy? I
1: swear we've seen this right, guy the before. the
0: neighbor. We, we recognize him by I face.
1: Mean, yeah, we, we totally know who that guy is.
0: So anyway, we're going to be dealing on this show with uh, crazy... Bizarre, outrageous, uh, true crime murders, but there are there, other some ways. Other stuff. There's some there's other some ways other that you can meet your demise,
1: and those are fun too.
0: Yes, they are. But that's an area that you're more specialized in. See, my wife's the smart one of the two of us. No, no, no. And she knows a lot about medicine and such. And or at least I claim to on a podcast. She yes, that's true. And she got me into a new podcast called uh, "This Podcast Will Kill You."
1: Yeah, those those girls are cool too. They're
0: awesome. And it's hilarious. Well, the mean, errands. As, as hilarious as <clears throat> death can be, but what kind of things are you going to be talking about in general?
1: Well, Diseases I mean, uh, <clears throat> everything, things. everything. There's all kinds of cool th- ways you can die. I mean, we're we're going to cover everything. All everything under the sun.
0: Well, we're also, yeah, we're going to cover the unbelievable things uh that you wouldn't believe, like faulty elevators and a, a, a,
1: being impaled a, by an, a, an umbrella a flying, at the beach. A, a
0: wild umbrella. Um, hiccups.
1: You know, yeah, you can you can actually die from hiccups. And didn't you mention earlier cockroaches? Oh yeah. Did you know that you can actually die from cockroaches? I did not. Well, stay tuned. I mean, I
0: guess if a bunch of them crawl into your throat or something, maybe.
1: That's a vivid imagination. It's going to be fun. It will be. All right, so let's get this party
0: started with our first story, which I will be reading. Now, I am not going to tell you, the listener, or my wife, who this is. Now, I know that tricky, we have tricky. we have seen this story, <laughs> so we're both familiar with this story, and probably a lot of you listening are familiar with it as well, but I'm going to refer to the couple that's involved here as Jane and John okay? (laughs) And as soon as you think you know who it is that I'm talking about, feel free to blurt it out. All right?
1: I'm terrible with names.
0: Are we on on board here?
1: I'm just going to interrupt you all the time. That's
0: fine. That's fine. Okay, I'm going to begin with the female that I'm going to call Jane. Uh, She was born in 1970 in Ontario, Canada. So not all Canadians Mm. are nice. Um. Comes from a happy household. Uh, She's the eldest of three children. And from all accounts, her upbringing was normal. Um, She was described as a well-adjusted, pretty, smart, and popular child who loved animals. I'm going to
1: buzz in. Is she blonde? I'm getting a look right now. I have to describe the (laughs) look I'm getting right now. (laughs) Come on, are you kidding me? (laughs) Because the look I'm getting right now is
0: incredulous. What gave it away? The uh, eldest of three children or just from uh, Canada?
1: uh, Well, just the fact that, you know, I don't know, just Ontario. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? All right,
0: well, then keep your thoughts to yourself for just a minute. Well, now I'm not allowed to guess. (laughs) Just for a second, my well, God Almighty, I'm on the first paragraph. I
1: mean, talk about a salacious case for number one.
0: Yeah, it's a, I mean, I mean, we're going right for we're the. We're going nuts. right for the jugular. <laughs>
1: Seriously, I don't think you're going for the nuts, but you're pretty. You're you're going pretty close. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll I be yeah. I mean, maybe not nuts is what you went. All for. All right, her. so
0: let's just think about the fact that she loves animals. Let's let's okay. spend a all moment right. on that.
1: We're yes.
0: So she's not all bad. Well, right now, as far as well, we know, right she's normal now, and she loves animals. Right
1: now, she's normal. Does she uh, she loves animals and her sisters.
0: We're only two paragraphs away from the from things getting going south. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna cut to the chase. Yes. Okay, um,
0: all right. So her love for animals helped her land a job at the local vet
1: clinic.
0: Ah, okay,
1: that's where is she that, gets the that, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did we mention it? Did we mention it? Spoiler at the beginning? alert. Did we mention at the beginning we've seen these shows? <laughs> uh, it doesn't help that when you've been married to someone for 15 years, they can just give you a look. And yeah. it's like, and you yeah. know what? There's no secrets. I don't know. I don't know. There's no secrets. All right.
0: So no guessing from you. Okay. I'm not, I'll I, let you know I, when I, you I, can guess. If
1: any of you guys listening to the podcast want to buzz in real quick. Wait, they can't do that on this, can No, they can't. Well, well damn.
0: We'll, we'll open up the uh, switchboard and yeah, take their calls. Yeah, any minute. Wait, how, how's that how going to work?
1: That go? How's that going to work? All right, so okay, this is our first,
0: mind. so we don't really know how that works yet. Yeah,
1: okay, so we'll figure it out.
0: But once we hire an engineer, then they'll probably know. Yeah. So, 1987, mm-hmm. at the age of 17, she met a guy, six years her senior. Uh
1: uh-huh. Barbie. I'll and call ben. him. Oh my god, woman. Uh, my bad. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Have I given you the signal yet that you can chime in here? If he had a stick, he'd be hitting me across the table <laughs> with it right now.
0: I got it. Well, okay. We'll leave that alone for now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you.
1: You're the one that came up with the idea that I was supposed to guess. I know, but,
0: you know. All right. Sorry. Make it seem like it took a second or okay, two I'm to gonna figure me- it out. Okay. All right. So, I'm going to call him John.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I can't imagine who he could be.
0: All right. So this is kind of a love story, really. It
1: is a love story.
0: With a twist. Yes. A really sick, perverted twist. Yes.
1: This one is a bad one. They had
0: an immediate connection, attraction, and they started dating.
1: If that's what you call it.
0: They, yes. They were a gorgeous couple. True. And generally perceived by family and friends as being happy and quite in love. Yes. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Now enough of the fun stuff. It,
1: I mean, it was a. It did. They did go straight to the hotel room.
0: Okay, so it's a guy and a girl, good looking, in love, loves animals. Everything's good so far. Yeah. I mean, it's all. It's all.
1: And Canadians are really sweet people.
0: It's all gravy. I mean, they, they're, it's all gravy. Uh,
1: they're some of the greatest people. They I are. Mean, I mean, we do love Canadians.
0: I do a pretty good Canadian a? accent.
1: <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs>
0: you're a bit of a hoser, eh? All
1: right. Our brother-in-law's Canadian. Yeah, yeah.
0: so we we have the right to say that. Yeah. Okay. So here's where the story gets a little bit off. Uh Uh-oh. As they started spending more time with each other, they began to learn that they shared uh, some unconventional opinions on things like sex Mm. and relationships.
1: Well, if they share those things as a loving couple... That's true. I mean...
0: Well, eventually their relationship developed into a full-fledged sadomasochistic... uh, Kinkfest. Did I say that right? Sadomasochistic. There you go. It's a long word. Uh, Master and slave relationship. Can you guess which of the two was the master and which one was the slave?
1: Well, I would always say the woman's in charge.
0: Yeah, but you'd be wrong. In this case, you'd be wrong. Did I guess wrong? Mm -hmm. He, He, John... Mm -hmm. was the abusive master.
1: Which, by the way, audience, once again, his name's not John.
0: And Jane was the willing slave. Hmm. Her name's not Jane. You know what? Really, that sounds a lot like our marriage.
1: Yeah, yeah. I bet everyone's picking up on that. Mm
0: -hmm. What Jane eventually figured out, or came to know, is that John had quite a dark past. She was unaware of that when they got together. He came from a well-off, financially well-off family, stable, Mm -hmm. middle-class family, but in reality, behind the scenes, things were not quite as stable as John would like us to believe. Well, damn. John's father was charged with child molestation.
1: What a dick.
0: I know. And there had been some rumors that he had even molested his own daughter. Now, that's not good.
1: Shoot that. It, it's
0: not a good role model and yeah, as we can see it's, it's really that it, it really didn't work problems. out in the in a few minutes we're going to know it didn't work out very well,
1: well castrate him
0: so fathers don't do this child molesting thing that's yeah. not good and yeah. your kids are going to be screwed up yeah all right um but despite Why all couldn't
1: they just turn into the kind of people that just kill guys like that
0: like dexter
1: Like Dexter. See? Everybody loves Dexter. That's
0: right. And he kills a lot of people. He
1: kills a lot of people. And he kills them
0: in very twisted, you know, gruesome ways.
1: But we cheer for Dexter. We do. We love him. I mean, everybody loves Dexter. We love him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good
0: point. Yeah. All right, well, this is not Dexter. This is
1: John. And Jane. This
0: is John and Jane,
1: which we know is not their t- real names. Right, they are pseudonyms right. right now because you think we're all guessing who they are. I know. Is everyone on the podcast Everybody's
0: screaming
1: their names? <laughs>
0: everybody knows who Every- they is. Is
1: everybody screaming at Scott? We know who they are. Just say their name. Anybody say w- my name? It- say my name.
0: Anybody who's all interested right. in listening to a podcast about death, they know the names.
1: We would hope.
0: Okay, I'll reveal but that. If not, I'll reveal that. Ultra sensitive secret later on. Yes. Um, but despite all of the turmoil going on in his household, uh, everybody in uh, observers, I guess, uh, considered him a happy child, always of course, smiling. Yes. Good kid. Probably kept up his lawn, I'm guessing.
1: Yes. Kind of kept good to himself. <laughs> good sociopaths put on the mask.
0: He was really into guns. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so and he did like to uh, 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 torture the small animals and yeah. dissect them. No, yeah. no, no, that's no, not no, part no. of this story. No,
1: that would have been hard to attract Jane if and that
0: And he was did true. have some head injuries, I understand, too. No, yeah. that's not true either. All right, so the turning point for him appears to be at the age of 16 when his mother, for whatever reason, uh, reveals to him that your dad's really, he's not your father. Uh, you're the result of an extramarital affair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which you think would be a relief. The child molesting son of a bitch isn't your dad. Oh, thank God. (laughs)
0: Right. But it didn't work out that way. No. He Hmm. ended up holding this against his mother, (laughs) calling her a slob and a whore and uh, Ah, all kinds of stuff. I
1: see. Now I understand what the problem is. So he was
0: disgusted with her and he ended up going off to college at the University of Toronto. And while there, the good-looking and charming young man, he developed a talent for uh, picking up women in bars. You see, he was studying business, and and he had a sales job for Amway
1: on the side. Very good. So
0: he was listening to all the business guru (laughs) tapes and everything how to how to win friends and influence people and whatever. And he used those skills, right? He used those skills to pick up women. And when he picked them up, he brought them back to. (laughs) place and uh, this isn't funny we really shouldn't be that but he'd humiliate and beat them
1: oh wow so he probably didn't have a lot of second dates so really really mom was a negative influence
0: it seems that way Yeah,
1: seems that he uh he really had it had had a bad experience
0: right well his dad and
1: became a real bastard
0: his dad's diddling children and mom is diddling the postman or something and
1: and this in, this influenced and his opinion.
0: Apparently, and his and actions. And he became a bastard. And his yeah. actions. Not cool. Not cool. So he's humiliating and beating his dates. Um, they are not returning his calls after that. And so Imagine. he's yeah. And Imagine so, that. So, uh, starting in May of 1987. So we're in 87. So bring your brains to 87. You were about three years old, weren't you, honey? <laughs> I was just graduating college. (laughs) No, actually, I had graduated graduate four years earlier than that. And you were in preschool. No. All right. Uh, Come on now. Well, all right. Second grade. Um, (laughs) No? Yeah, you were. All right. So his hometown was plagued by a series of horrific crimes. Um, The first one. Were they
1: rapes? You should see the look I'm getting in your How eyes. Dare you.
0: How <laughs> dare you!
1: Oh, I thought I was supposed to be guessing.
0: No more guessing.
1: All right, I'm not I'll allowed. I'll let you know. My guessing. I'll my, let you know. I buzz I have not let you know. Okay, all right. My my guess. Uh, did guys out there podcast? All right, it was a rape. <laughs> <laughs> I thought podcast podcast listeners. Was I not told to guess? I'm sorry. Was I told to guess? Yes,
0: right before I said, "Don't guess." Oh, okay. And that's the standing order right
1: now. Hold don't on. Guess. I got, I'm going to write. Yeah, this write down. it down, please. Okay. I got. I write down. I'm writing down. So a young no guessing.
0: A okay. young woman was grabbed while getting off the bus, brutally raped near uh, her parents' home, and then killed. Yikes. Oh, wait, you know what? I don't think she was killed. I'm sorry. She was just raped. (laughs) Sorry.
1: I didn't guess. Okay, yeah. I I guessed she wasn't, but I wasn't going to say that.
0: (laughs) You can guess about the rape victims. You just can't guess about the identity of these two killers.
1: Well, you just said I didn't guess. I
0: I didn't say they killed anybody, so I shouldn't call them killers just yet. That's called spoiler alert. Yeah, well,
1: (laughs) I think we've already had a few of those.
0: (laughs) All right, so... There were two more similar assaults in that very same week alone.
1: Good gracious!
0: The victims were between 15 and 21, and the attacks all included beatings, intense verbal abuse, whatever that means, name calling, and and serious threats to discourage them from running to the police. Um.
1: Beyond the rapes and beatings, yeah. I mean, what more do you need?
0: So these attacks had occurred all before, just before John and Jane uh, became a couple. Hmm. Um, it was later discovered that when Jane learned of his, what a prince! Yeah, learned of his deviancy. Um. She not not only did she know of it, but she approved of it. Yikes! Yeah, that's not good. Um, and over the next five years, he raped or attempted to rape at least nineteen young women. Now that's not funny.
1: No, that's there's
0: nothing funny about that. Nothing at all. funny, and I hope you guys understand that we while we may be making jokes and such, it's not directed to the victims because that is horrible. It is. But hideous. But this guy's a real douche, and I think we need to speak about him. Okay. Yes. Um. Some of the uh, victims had managed to get away. And actually, he was questioned, John, <laughs> was questioned by the police twice, uh, but was never named as an official suspect. Apparently, they did get some DNA. How dare you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I was allowed to guess, just not on his name.
0: Let's just say biological uh, samples. Okay. I'll leave it at that. All right. Because it was early on. Actually, yeah. They didn't he have gave DNA. His Not in 1987 or 90. They didn't have DNA back then. I mean, they had it, but they didn't know what to do with it.
1: Yeah.
0: So they knew he was an A positive secretor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love secretors. Yeah. I'm a we secretor. all do. I'm a secretor <laughs> myself. Oh, my God. I know. Too much information.
1: <laughs> TMI, babe. Hey, this TMI. Is, these,
0: they're like our extended family, so. Um. Okay. In May of 1990, one of his victims was able to assist a police sketch artist, and they came up with a composite that looked just like him. Which, in hindsight, looked a lot (laughs) like John. (laughs) How dare you! My God, I need longer arms. (laughs) I need longer arms.
1: Next time, we'll bring a stick to the table. Yes, thank you. We'll Um, take turns hitting each other. So while all of
0: these rapes are going on, John and Jane become engaged oh
1: right? so sweet
0: god they look good too you see oh, the pictures
1: um, I, I know you know who it
0: is I, <laughs> so you've seen the pictures
1: barbie and ken precious
0: their friends precious. would describe them uh, no she described to her friend how john and i are happier than ever he's being so oh, sweet gosh. so romantic but that's typical of my honey
1: yeah yeah so disgusting god don't you just want it? beat her
0: but the truth was that three years into their relationship john was getting bored
1: i bet he was he
0: complained to jane that when they met she wasn't a virgin
1: Mm -mm. and
0: virgins is kind of his thing
1: yeah Mm -hmm. you know yeah
0: Uh, that's typical of my honey he loves those virgins yeah um so he turned his attention i mean
1: he loves to beat and humiliate (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh, John. Oh, that's, well, just you know, John. Yeah, that's just John. That's just John. That's his thing.
1: What a dear.
0: Oh.
1: Such a prince.
0: He's nice. Um, So I'm going to now I'm going to allow you to chime in here and tell me who he turned his attentions to. Go ahead.
1: Oh, hmm. Go ahead. Gosh, was it, oh, let me think. Was it her underage little sister?
0: How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Oh, gosh. Yes, it was her 15 year old sister. Now, uh, I read different uh, accounts of this. Some had said that she had an interest in him as well, but that that's sounds bullshit. I that think, is a lot. I think that
1: is a lot. But that I, is, I, I read that is it somewhere. Disgusting filth.
0: I will tell you, in looking at all the different sources of information, there were some pretty glaring differences that's in what they were saying. Filth. And that was something I read. That's
1: filth and garbage.
0: Right. So you would think when I mean,
1: let me put it this way. Can an underage 15-year-old girl... Well, let's say this. I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest. And I have a little sister. And I love her more than just about anything in the world. And when she was 15, did everyone... Could you misconstrue her look at a... When I'm, you know, I'm seven years, you know, or five years. Uh, Yeah, I'm five years older than her. And could she have looked at a gentleman caller and gone, "Oh, look at him!" Blink, blink, blink. And could you, could you be a dumbass news reporter after her death and say, "Oh, look, look, she showed some interest." Well, shit, she's fucking fifteen, and it's an older sister. Who's engaged, the Barbie and Ken, and blah, 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 blah. Don't be a dick. Don't I'm, be sorry, a
0: dick. I'm sorry I mentioned it, but yes. I did read it. I mean, I have yeah, to. Yeah, well, you know. those
1: people need to be whipped.
0: I'm a journalist.
1: Those people <laughs> need to have met John on a dark alley. That's true. And then they can express what kind of interest a 15-year-old has yeah. in her older sister's suitor. Because it's just Ridiculous.
0: So, even though, thus far, Jane has approved, somehow, of his extracurricular activities, you would think, even as a psychopath, that a line there's has some, been drawn. A, yeah, there are is, some off-limit yeah. things, They're, like my little sister.
1: Hello. Yeah. But, not Alax. Jane. Alas. Not
0: Jane. Alax. Instead of being horrified. Um,
1: and this being the end all.
0: Yeah, she encouraged him. Ugh. She, she went on. I mean, this is where it gets really unbelievable.
1: This is where you're damned to hell. She For told eternity. him that
0: she wanted to give him her little sister's virginity as a Ugh. Christmas present. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is like where, yeah. Don't don't hang up, guys. I told you this was don't a Don't turn story. us off. Don't turn us off. I promise. When he's done, I'm going to totally cheer you up. So
0: Christmas present. Yes. That's sweet. I told you love story. Here we go. Here we go. So on December 23rd, two days before Christmas, her family threw a Christmas party at their home. And during that party, Jane had spiked either her food or her drink. I got conflicting reports on that with some animal anesthetics that she had stolen from the vet clinic job. So convenient. Yeah, that was nice. Um, Later that night when the the rest of the family was asleep and her little sister was unconscious, um, Jane held a halothane-soaked cloth. Now, I haven't heard of halothane before, but it sounds bad. Uh, She held it over her sister's mouth, I'm sure, over her sister's mouth, and she and John took turns raping her.
1: How do we know that?
0: It's funny you should ask that because all the while as they did with a lot of their attacks, they videotaped it. And we'll come back to those videotapes later on in the story. But they did videotape it. So at some point during this attack, um, the sister starts vomiting and choking on her own vomit. John and Jane panic. And what do they do? Call 911?
1: Of course, mm, well, because they don't want her to die. No. She's the little sister. Well,
0: not exactly. I mean, they didn't oh, do that first. Right. The first thing they did was start hiding evidence.
1: Oh, right. And
0: redressing the sister, oh, putting her clothes back on, probably backwards or whatever crazy people do. Then they called the ambulance. And her sister never regained consciousness, and she died later at the hospital. Somehow, I don't know how, but drugs were not detected in her system.
1: Because she was vomiting so much,
0: maybe so, and she had a chemical burn on her face from having the rag held over her face. But, but they thought it was that from... from stomach acid. Right, exactly. So, you know, I did. I don't know halothane. I don't know that drug, but you know, maybe it's like succinylcholine. See, we know all of those things. <laughs> Rock <Rocuronium>. oh, <no. laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Right?
0: What? Seximal choline? We know, we know all about that. <laughs> yeah, but it... Yeah. And what's the so name who of, are these people? What's the who name are of these the, people? I'm not there yet. Na- Come on. What's the name of that spray that you spray on blood to make it shine like a Christmas luminol. tree? <laughs> to make it light up like a Christmas <laughs> tree?
1: luminol.
0: I know. We know luminol. All right. So half a year later after that event, and, and by the way, the sister's death was ruled an accident and no charges were ever Yikes. filed. So you would think that would probably be the end of their uh, boop, 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 boop. their uh, treacherous ways, but no. Half a year later, mm, mm,
1: the happy mm, couple mm. made
0: it official and they tied the knot. Oh. Coincidentally, on that so very sweet. same day, <laughs> while, the comp- while the couple made their entrance to their wedding on a horse-drawn You're carriage,
1: done. I mean, this
0: is a, what a picture that paints oh. uh, across town. A couple were canoeing on Lake Gibson and they discovered several concrete blocks containing human body parts. This is the very same day that they're getting one <laughs> married. Um, those, I
1: guess God does have a sense of humor. I of guess.
0: God. Oh, Lord. So those parts ended up belonging to a girl named uh, Leslie Mahaffey. Go, Leslie. She had uh, disappeared two weeks earlier. And, you know, looking back, we, can, we now know that she had been kidnapped by Jane and John, abused over the course of several days. And while her family was distracted, they moved her body into the family's basement where John dismembered her body with a circular saw and then put it into little chunks of concrete to be found later by the unsuspecting couple on Lake Gibson. So, um, a, about a year Does later... Does
1: Leslie have the last laugh?
0: Um, I, I don't know if it's a laugh, but yeah. I mean, it did play a role in, in, his, in their eventual capture and such. But anyway, about a year after that, they struck again, grabbing a 15-year-old girl, Kristen French. They beat her, they abused her, raped her, and eventually killed her and left her battered body on the, in a ditch along a rural road. So they're not they're not great folks. Um, pretty bad. So uh, in January, now we're up to 93, so they've been married a little bit. Um, Jane left John. Why, you ask? Why? Because he beat her so bad with a flashlight.
1: I can't believe it. <laughs> I know. What? I know.
0: That's but, John. That's just was, John.
1: But he was her honey. That's just John but being John. But he was so sweet. I know. Did he run out of virgins?
0: A couple of months after that, the DNA, well, the the biological sample that they had taken years ago, it turns up as a match for several of the rapes from the earlier years. What? 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 Yeah. And so, so they took him into custody and knowing that uh, her head would be the next one on the chopping block, Jane secured the services of a lawyer and sought to strike a deal with prosecutors to testify against her husband, because she was still pissed about the flashlight thing. I'm guessing.
1: Imagine.
0: Um, so she worked out a deal where she would testify against him in exchange for a 12-year sentence. Um,
1: Hold on, i got to get the gagging out of my throat. Yeah, 12
0: years. Uh, But she had portrayed herself to them as the victim and doing all of these things uh, under duress and against her will and all this other stuff. Um, I read this, and I haven't heard of this one. You should know this one. They said she scored a 5 out of 40 on the psychopathy checklist. Have you ever heard of the psychopathy Hmm. checklist? Maybe it's the Machiavellian scale. I don't know. But John scored a 35 out of 40.
1: Hmm.
0: So the perception going into the trial was that he was the bad guy and she was Mm. just, uh, she was okay.
1: I take it they hadn't seen the tapes.
0: How dare you. you. (laughs) (laughs) However, (laughs) when police searched their home, Hmm. they came across a stash of videotapes that the couple had shot during many of their earlier assaults.
1: Do you know how they came across those?
0: Um, No. You tell me,
1: John. him where to find them? Oh, really? Yeah, he was pissed.
0: Oh, he wanted to bring her down. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right.
1: He was pissed. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna testify against me? Yeah. Let me tell you something, bitch. Yeah." I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you what's what. You're in this be, up to my yeah, your eyeballs. You're, you're in this up to your eyeballs, and we, I go down, you go down with me. And he told he had hid them up inside the, right, in, the in, in the attic. It, well, in a you know, in like you have to move away, move the, door, move the, the a little thing up inside the ceiling boards. And he said, I can prove to you that she's not such a clean witness after all. And his attorney went to police and said, why don't you go retrieve the videotape? So they did. Oh,
0: yeah, that, that stinks. He said
1: he decided to go ahead and beat her one more time. Well, But this one she deserved.
0: Yeah. Um, her true nature was revealed on these tapes. She was not a victim. She was an yeah. uh, orchestrator, a, a and perpetrator, see, the, and a see, collaborator. And see, there's kind
1: of a difference in Canada law in the United States. See, in the United States... Part of a plea agreement is that you have to have told the truth, and you have to have given all information completely and totally.
0: That's funny you should mention that because the deal that she had struck with prosecutors began or became known to the Canadian press as the deal with the devil. Yes. So as you might imagine, she was not uh, a popular uh, lass up there in Canada. They lived on in crime history as, here's the big reveal.
1: Woo! Tell me.
0: Okay. They're known as the Ken and Barbie Killers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm shocked. I know. I'm and their real
0: names are Carla Hamolka and Paul Bernardo. <gasps> You didn't know, did I you? I
1: didn't know. I knew. am terrible it. with I names. I, I knew. I knew. You. I, you know, I was shocked. I was shocked and bewildered.
0: So he was given a life sentence as it's still serving his time, obviously. And she was released in 2005 and has mm-hmm. been remarried and has a child. Terrifying.
1: Truly terrifying.
0: So there's the story. My sources for this. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a website, pretty cool one, called allthat'sinteresting.com. All that's and it was a story called Meet the Kennan Barbie Killers, Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka, And it was by Gina DeMuro. And I got some good information from that. And then, of course, Wikipedia and Murderpedia, I got some additional information from them as well. So that is the Kenan Barbie Killers.
1: And really, I don't want to get political here, but seriously, aren't there isn't there occasionally, every now and again, even if you are totally against the death penalty, I mean, isn't there sometimes every once in a while, even if you're totally opposed to it?
0: You want to bust it out? I
1: mean, sometimes. Right. I mean, seriously. I'm not telling you you should or shouldn't be pro-death penalty. This I one mean, is warranted. This, sure. I mean, isn't there, even if you're a peaceful little Canadian, I mean, sweet as pie, sweetheart, peaceful little Canadian... Don't you think, like, don't you wish you could go ahead and send them over here to Texas and let us try them for you?
0: In the express lane? Hey. Two for for Tuesday? Hey,
1: it's (coughs) two for Tuesday. It is Tuesday here. We are Texans, if you can't tell by the way we talk. Um, Just in this one case, send us Ken and Barbie, and we will handle your trial for you, Canucks. We will take care of this. Just for Ken and Barbie. Or as... As Scott says, we will take care of Jane and John for you. <laughs> I mean, and I know you're peaceful little sweethearts up there in Canada, but every once in a while you get you get one on the hook, and you just say, "Let's go ahead and let let's, him fry him. let's fry them. Let's fry them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's send them to Texas.
0: Extra crispy.
1: Extra crispy."
0: All right, hon, so what All do right. you have on so your... so that was fun. So, that was fun.
1: And I, the whole time I was riveted, I had no idea who you were talking about. I, know. I just was like, who could, I could this tell. possibly be? I was on the edge of my seat. I, I was tell. shocked, mm-hmm. shocked and bewildered. I'm
0: surprised, because I thought you would probably know that. Well...
1: Yeah, I didn't. Mm, interesting. Had no idea who it was. Mm-hmm. So, since you, um, since you do the true crime stuff and... Well, uh, today. Yeah. Today. Today. Um, I'm going to do something a little different. Okay. Um, So I'm going to set the scene. It's 1992. Top songs on the radio. Nirvana, Smells Like Team Spirit. Mm -hmm. Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. And of course, Boot Scootin' Boogie Mm -hmm. by Brooks and Dunn. Of course. So where were you in 1992? Do you remember? 1992. 1992.
0: Let's see. What were you doing? Uh, living in Los Angeles
1: mm-hmm.
0: area and
1: 92. 92.
0: I was a school teacher.
1: What were you teaching?
0: Every junior high school's uh, student's favorite subject mathematics.
1: Oh, junior high and math in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lovely
0: Oh no, it was a hoot Yeah, sounds fun Yeah
1: um, I, myself, uh, I was waffling between absolutely freaked out and totally excited because I was starting my freshman year of high school Ooh. and it was a brand new high school. Uh, maybe and I, I was your teacher.
0: Oh no, that was a wrong state. Go ahead.
1: Wrong state. Yeah. I was in Texas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a brand new high school. Never, ever, ever opened its doors before. I was the first year, ninth grade through senior and I mean, talk about the unknown. Uh, half the kids from my junior high were going to the old school, the crap school, right? And the other half to the new one. And so you know how that always works out. Um, no. How well, does it work all out? of your best friends go to the other oh, school. Oh, the other school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, and of course, everyone, so everyone you know is going to the other one. So basically, you're like a stranger in, in your own school again. It's Fantastic. You're really excited. That's, that is fun. Yeah. yeah. Good times. And, and so, anyway, yeah. So, is this podcast all about me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's and me. Fun. Okay, cool.
0: And people who get killed somehow.
1: Oh, shit. I forgot. Right. Okay. So, anyway, 1992. Yeah. Um, let's head to Kentucky. Mm. Yeah. I hear it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Totally nice. It is. Um, so, in Kentucky, 1992, long time married couple. Ooh, buzzy sound. <laughs> a long-time married couple have not heard a peep out of their thirty-seven-year-old nephew, who lives in the loft upstairs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Of course, the um, it's not that unusual. The uncle is an amputee, so he never goes up there anyway. And frankly, the aunt avoids the nephew. She finds what's him, wrong with him. She finds him a little off.
0: Hmm, that he keeps to himself. Uh, is he
1: really he, yeah. into guns? Um, yeah, he's a security guard. Mm-hmm,
0: um, mm-hmm.
1: which is a totally respectable profession.
0: Yes, he. Honorable. You know,
1: very honorable, mm-hmm. very respectable. Mm-hmm. Um, full time job, mm-hmm. and he does help pay all the bills because since Uncle is an amputee and is on disability, um, but she. She is surprised at how little he comes downstairs. And she doesn't go upstairs. But it's been just a little too long since they've heard from him. Mm -hmm. Which, like I say, under normal circumstances, she's okay with. All
0: right.
1: But it's been a little too long. So the authorities are called. So uh, they just were like, can you check on him? You know, can you just... Pop up there and make sure he's okay. Because I don't think he's been to work either.
0: They call the police? Is that what you said?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So rather than just walk upstairs and check on their. She
1: doesn't go upstairs.
0: They call the police. Okay.
1: They're an older couple. They Mm -hmm. don't go upstairs.
0: Because they physically can't go upstairs? Or they just are afraid of the kid?
1: He does not go upstairs. They're not afraid of him.
0: Okay. Uncle cannot
1: go upstairs.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: He's an amputee. Okay. It's stairs. Okay. And...
0: He doesn't have sp- one of those chairs that...
1: No. Yeah. No. He, oh, those are no. cool. Those All are right. cool. But he does not go upstairs, and aunt chooses not to go upstairs. All right. So call the they... police.
0: Welfare check upstairs. Welfare check. I need you to welfare <laughs> check my,
1: my nephew. He's upstairs. So what they find... Oh, no. 37-year-old white male...
0: I got a bad feeling about this one. Good call. Oh, Jesus.
1: Deceased. (sighs) Oh, no. In bed. With a plastic bag over his entire head.
0: Oh, no.
1: It's been rubber banded around his neck. Right. He's completely naked.
0: Yeah, nice.
1: Except (laughs) he's wearing a bra. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And a wig. Sure. I uh, mean, after the, all, the, none of us would want to be caught dead without our push-up bra. I mean.
0: Does he have the wig on over the plastic bag? No. Or is the bag over um, his wig? Hello?
1: No. I mean. The wh- I you gotta mean that's have important. Done. Yes, it's important. It's
0: all don't clues. St- They're all clues. Don't be
1: stupid.
0: So God. what is it? The bag's over the wig?
1: Yes. Okay. So what
0: color is the wig?
1: Don't be silly. <laughs> don't be silly. There are numerous jars of petroleum jelly nice. scattered around the room.
0: Really? Uh, okay. Not just one, a bunch.
1: Um, you need more than one. And there is evidence that the residents did avoid one another on both sides. The aunt would leave his wash clothes on the stairs rather than go up. Uh-huh. And he had... Heat in a two liter bottle to avoid having to go downstairs. So there's no bathroom there's upstairs? no bathroom upstairs. <laughs> upstairs. It's just a lot.
0: Did she wash his bras too?
1: Um, he Um, Did didn't she ever <laughs> wash his bras? Oh,
0: okay. All right. So you avoided detection, I yes. guess. Yes. Okay. It
1: is also quite evident that he was gay, engaged in sex acts.
0: Hmm. It Does is the a petroleum jelly, I'm guessing? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: There were multiple dildos. What's that? That's things you use to penetrate orifices of the body. Sweet. There is a most fascinating post mortem, including these findings hmm. acute hemorrhagic pulmonary edema with visceral congestion. Now,
0: in layman's terms,
1: I'm not technically a doctor. I only pretend to be one.
0: On a podcast? Oh.
1: And talk like one on podcast. yes. <laughs> nice. I find that I say th- if I say things with authority, people will not question me. So let me show you. I'm going to show you right now how okay. I do it.
0: I'm listening. I'm all ears.
1: So acute hemorrhagic pulmonary, pulmonary edema is when pressure gets too high inside the blood vessels of the lungs and blood begins to leak out. Basically, you're drowning in your own blood inside your lungs.
0: Because you have a dildo in your ass, is that how that happens?
1: No, it's because of the pressure of squeezing your neck from the rubber band and the lack of oxygen. So, what
0: was he doing? This
1: suffocating.
0: Okay, so he was doing the what, asphyxiation, whatever. Self
1: fun, right? Right? Yeah, this is fun. good
0: times. All right.
1: But hello, think how good it felt right before that. Oh my god, it must have been great. By the way, the best toxicology was completely negative. Wow. Cause of death, autoerotic asphyxiation with a plastic bag and the manner of death was accident. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Nice. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. So my deaths that I'd like to talk about, not that Barbie and Ken weren't great. Mm -hmm. How dare you? How dare you? So autoerotic deaths refer to a fatality resulting from the participation in a sexual activity designed to heighten sexual arousal. And in the United States, we have on average 500 to 1,000 reported reported autoerotic deaths every single year. And that's the fun part of the statistic, of course, is that it's reported. Because, of course, as you might imagine, there are very many that go unreported due to the embarrassment and the families sanitizing the scene before investigators arrive. And they like to remove all that good stuff.
0: You and I know all about that.
1: Uh, No. No? No. Okay. Mm -mm. No. Um. (laughs) And uh, just some fun facts. Uh, this
0: whole thing is a fun I fact. I mean, this
1: is a fun fact. It's um, just fun. Uh, auto-erotic asphyxiation. I uh, thought this would be a good, you know, episode one. How creative humans have become. Because we use all kinds of things to do this. Of course, hanging, yeah. breath play, and suffocation. That all of which, of course, is the most common. We've all heard of that, but... We do have the more creative types um, and the really fun stuff like smothering, plastic bags, including full body. A specialized practice called cocooning. Ooh! Ooh it's yeah, yeah. It's very exciting. Inhalation of noxious chemicals, compression, drowning, and the newest craze electrocution Ooh, yeah it's crazy kids i mean when holding your breath and getting a spanking just does not cut it anymore Try <laughs> electric shock right <laughs> say my name zzz. sounds wow. like
0: an escalation to me
1: i know right but i guess that wouldn't be auto erotic hmm the point is babe they're doing all of this to themselves unbelievable now how's that grab you hmm I'm, this is stuff. In, I mean, I give it a
0: spin. I'd do it uh, once.
1: Auto. Well, it may only take once. <laughs> I mean, um, it may only take once because you are trying to literally suffocate. I mean, that's kind of the thing.
0: What about a safe word? Isn't that something that well, goes along? The with
1: problem is, it is that, is that plastic
0: bags on your head.
1: I mean, but you are by yourself. It's oh. auto. Auto-erotic.
0: Yeah, but shouldn't you have somebody like a sponsor or somebody sitting there? <laughs> like an AA? <laughs>
1: like, hey, I'm going to masturbate. No, some kind of
0: supervision.
1: <laughs> I'm going to masturbate and suffocate myself. If I start, like, spasming, will you pull the plastic off my head? Yeah, that,
0: that seems very reasonable to me.
1: Sure I will. What's your life insurance worth right now? could have.
0: He could have asked his aunt.
1: She didn't seem to want to go to upstairs. Fun. Well, he could have gone
0: downstairs. then. <laughs> Just bring his Vaseline and his dildos and his plastic bag. I mean, it's not that much stuff to carry.
1: Yeah, right? I mean, seriously. Hmm. Well, it wasn't worth going out downstairs to pee.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's that's a bigger deal.
1: That's a big deal. Huh. So, all right. like, all that being said, you would think... Gosh, this is quite a new craze. And it's really not sweeping the nation. <laughs> sweeping the nation. And it, the earliest recorded cases of this that are actually documented go back to the 1600s. Wow. Documented. I mean, documented. And are believed to have begun because, well, and this is one of the more gruesome parts of, a, of history, because of public hangings. Oh. Um. Yeah. So this is kind of cool. It was noted that men would often get erections when they were hung.
0: I have a lot of experience in that area.
1: Well, you do. <laughs> um, but the they would get erections that would last even after they were dead. <laughs> and, of course, as we all know, every man is always just looking for a hard-on above all else. So, I mean, really, what, is, what are men looking for? Testify. Uh, testify! Um, <laughs> the only thing that men really, really want is to get a you know their dick hard. And so, all of a sudden, people were going, you know, now that they're doing these public hangings and we're watching these men die in public, did anyone else notice that that criminal had a huge erection? Do you think it's because they were being choked?
0: Oh, ah, so there's the connection. Wow. Hmm. <clears throat> Maybe there's something to this <laughs> stuff. So I'm not going to dismiss it out of hand.
1: Yeah, so um, and for those of you that are as chronologically challenged as I am and you're going, the 1600s, when the fuck was that? Um, that's when the pilgrims arrived on the Mayflower. That was the time of the Spanish Inquisition. So there was a lot of torture going on. There was a lot of choking, a lot of hanging, a lot of torture. The Great Plague had hit London and the Taj Mahal was being built. So a lot of a lot of crazy shit. And it was a long, long, long time ago. So it this was this is not a new fad for if there's some of you out there doing this and you think that you're being creative, it's really not that new. Yeah, old hat. Yeah, really not really not a real Crazy. We're not impressed. Yeah, no, no. And um Posers. so yeah, so not a new idea. Um so so why? Why why are people doing this? Why is uh autoerotic asphyxia um s- Interesting. Well, it's the lack of oxygen is supposed to make you lightheaded. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. I think I'm about to pass out. That must be sexy. That is sweet. Sweet. So this lightheaded woozy feeling is, to, is supposed to make it both easier and more intense when you orgasm. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's, of course, assuming you maintain consciousness and live long enough to enjoy it.
0: I'm going to share something with you now Ooh. that I've never told you. It's not that it was a big secret. I just never thought of it. When I was in junior high school, okay, this was a, this was a thing. Okay. okay. I mean, it's along these uh-huh. lines, really. Mm-hmm. I did it. Everybody did it. Oh, God, we were stupid. So basically, you would hyperventilate. Okay, so you would go, you know, put your hands on your knees and lean over and you know, do that 10, 15, 20 times. And then you would take a deep breath and somebody would come up behind you and squeeze your chest oh my God. until you passed out. And then you would fall, on, you know, you're in the McDonald's parking lot and you'd fall face first onto the parking lot and everybody would cheer and it would be great. That was, that was the thing. And they, I'm not proud of this stuff, but I'm, I'm going to share it anyway. They used to sell this stuff. It it was really like um, like a paint thinner or something. Yeah. But yeah. it was it came in flavors and it was it was some nasty stuff. I don't know what it was. Uh, but um, you would I mean you would sit there and, you know, inhale on it, put it to your nose and you know, keep hyperventilating it in and you'd get this lightheaded euphoric kind of oh. sensation and you I don't know if you'd pass out, but you'd get close. And it, at the time, it was pretty, I don't know.
1: That cool. would be those <laughs> so noxious chemicals. It's the same as being used. I yeah. think they
0: still do it. I think they call them poppers or something. I, yeah. I, I don't know what poppers are. I, don't, I never tried them, but they might be something like that. Wow.
1: wow. Everything that's
0: old is new again.
1: That's right. God bless it. And, there's, uh, and that, which leads me to my next statistic Ooh. the highest number of deaths are adolescent males.
0: Go figure. (laughs) We'll do anything for a laugh.
1: Yeah. um, We're not
0: bright. Yeah. I mean,
1: (laughs) that is the very next statistic. And uh, which, of course, I thought was insane because don't those guys get an erection just by blinking? But I guess uh, maybe it's not. For auto-erotic reasons.
0: When I did it, sex had nothing Nothing's to do to it with it. it. No, it was just to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah, um, maybe nobody had taught you the next part, which is to put your dick in your hand.
0: No, I was well aware of that part. <laughs> but I hadn't joined it with uh, hyperventilating.
1: Well, you missed out. Uh, <laughs> apparently, you missed out. Um <laughs> But no, really, the highest number of deaths are adolescent males, and they're being uh, found with a belt ar- around their um, neck and, um, and penis in hand. And the saddest part is uh, not just that they're dead, but I just think if you're into that kind of kink at 15, um, what in the world are how much trouble are you in at middle age? I mean, after your introductory first divorce at age 28, I don't know what you're going to do to get your head back in the game. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, especially being an American male, I mean, come on. Your first divorce at 28 is going to really knock you down, and if you are already doing autoerotic asphyxia at 15, I mean, just some, something to think about, some real food for thought. I mean, if you were autoerotic, of, you know, asphyxia at 15.
0: Where do you go from where there? Where do
1: you go from there? I guess how, voyeurism
0: how you... and then raping and killing and pillaging. I mean, that, pillaging.
1: next thing you know, you're the Barbie and Ken murderers.
0: Well, since we watch so many shows, we know all about escalation. We know the peeping toms end up being—they're breaking into houses, they're stealing panties, they're starting. Then they start. Yeah, but I gotta people. think you're
1: doing voyeurism before you're doing autoerotic asphyxia, right? I mean, I don't know.
0: Look, I passed out in a McDonald's parking lot. That's—I <laughs> drew the line there. I did not escalate. <laughs> I did not
1: escalate. At least that's what he's telling us now. This is only the first episode. But it's been a good one. It's been a good one. So I need to cite my sources, though. Yeah, um, of course. Atypical erotic death, part two, from the American Journal of Forensic Medicine and Pathology, volume twenty six, number one, March of tw- two thousand five. That was a good one. It it was a good it was a good one. And if you want to see uh, pictures of this gentleman in his wig, and uh, you, uh, you can actually see him, and there were several others with uh, in the bra too. The bra too, and there were. Th- I picked the uh, least crazy one of the cases listed in that journal. And there was some with electrocution devices in their rectum, and it was kind of cra- it was a crazy journal. So, if you want to really see some crazy stuff, and of course, as my family and friends would hear me refer to him as my brother. But if you guys out there in podcast land know him, y'all don't go telling this guy, calling my brother, because I've never met this guy. I've just read all his books at least twice, and I think it's insane that he picks such random subject matter, and it's all the same random stuff I love. And his three sentence bio is just like Scott and I you know, the magic menagerie of pets and all living in harmony. And anyway, I just love this author. And so he'll probably be my source material for every podcast. Uh, his name's Michael Largo, and he's uh, his books are incredible. And I recommend everyone go out and buy every single one of them. But today I used one of his books called Final Exits. And uh, so I call him my brother uh, as a joke with my family and friends. And he's not really my brother, and if you guys ever actually know this author, please don't tell him I call him that because he's going to think I'm a stalker and I've never actually stalked him. I just call him that as a joke. So, those are my sources.
0: That's wonderful. Well, yeah. I had fun. Did you have fun?
1: I had fun. Yeah, I think we're amazing at this. I, mean, I,
0: I see a big future for us.
1: I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure the people listening think these people are horrible, but...
0: I think like I said earlier... But the, since
1: they can't talk back to us, it doesn't really matter. What they so think.
0: step number one, we need representation. We need to get an agent. Immediately.
1: I mean immediately, yeah. Because we're gonna this is gonna be so big that I don't I don't know what we'll do.
0: We'll have a posse.
1: I mean, yeah, but we're gonna We'll have people. We'll have people eventually. we we'll yeah, people. I mean
0: We won't do anything. I mean our people yeah. will do it. All we do, we're just called talent.
1: Yeah, and what are the people that follow you around just because they love you so much? The
0: entourage. Entourage. Oh, groupies? Oh,
1: groupies. Yeah, we'll definitely have groupies. Oh, that'd be sweet. Oh my God, I can't wait to have groupies.
0: So we have to have a clever sign-off. Did you think of one? Oh,
1: shit. Um, I was thinking
0: about stay alive. It's kind of short, uh, though. huh
1: I think people already did that. Staying alive. I think that was already done. I think it's kind of a 70s thing. Well, we know our
0: heroes say, don't get murdered. Stay sexy and don't get murdered. We can't
1: use that. Yeah, I don't think we can use that either. They are our heroes. So. Shit. We'll have to work on that. Yeah, we will. Damn.
0: All right. So, uh, are you ready to sign off, my dear?
1: Yeah, so we'll think of a great sign-off, and it will be so clever, it will crack you guys up. It's going to be badass once we think of it.
0: So, if you enjoyed spending a little time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe. And until next time, insert clever sign-off here.